Today we're talking about critical life principles that determine where we are being led. When my dad was a young man, he was literally scalped. He could have easily lost his life that day, but he survived. Survival is something that weighs heavy on the heart of parents for their children. What kind of a world am I going to send my children into, and what do I need to do to prepare them to survive it? To me, survival means the soul is free from the captivity of this world, has overcome the world, and is on the way to heaven. It's one thing to have our earthly lives threatened as my father did that day. It's another thing to have our spiritual lives threatened by far greater and more sinister forces that are at work to rob our children of their eternity. Such forces have made a major display of their power in 2020. Where will our children be led when they leave home? And where are we being led as a nation today? The more we understand who is truly ruling our own lives, and how our direction has been shaped, the better prepared we will all be to make right choices. Today on Life Journeys, Pastor Hardika talks about the core principles of being properly ruled, governed, and established in liberty. If we don't learn this, we are truly finished as a nation. My father didn't realize it at all when he went to work that day at the Hotel Duluth that he was about to come close to losing his life. Of course, no one plans to go down a pathway of destruction and death. Unfortunately, this world ushers us along on a journey that has many forces attempting to manipulate us towards a place we don't want to go. Cunning, deceptive principles can easily lead us into a trap of complete captivity and slavery if we're not aware of fundamental principles of liberty. When we are not, we wind up being ruled in ways that bring defeat both personally and nationally. Dad was a waiter in a very popular upscale restaurant in downtown Duluth. As an immigrant, he and his family had fled the Russian invasion of Finland to find a better life in America. He learned to fight early on as a Finnish-speaking young boy in a foreign country to him. But he had been determined to be a success in life no matter what, and that drive nearly cost him everything. He was hurriedly carrying a large tray of dishes to the dumbwaiter, a large elevator with doors that closed up and down instead of sideways. In his ambition, he dove for the lift as the doors began to close. The next thing he remembers was people around him trying to stop the bleeding and calling for a doctor. The doors of the elevator had closed on his head and scalped him clean from his forehead back. There was a doctor there who retrieved his bag and began to sew him up right there in the hotel hallway. When he pushed his scalp back in place, Dad passed out. But he survived. Yet for years, he was on a journey where he was led by other forces that nearly cost him his eternity. What was it that allowed him to be led on a pathway to where he ultimately would never want to end up? Here are some critical life principles for leading and being led in our life, our family, and our nation. Matthew 6.19 says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures on earth. The heart is a treasure hunter. Our treasure defines our heart and who or what our God is. What we are truly striving for in our life goes a long way in determining what our life treasure really is. But he says, You can't serve two masters. It may be a loose analogy, but in my dad's overly ambitious pursuit of making a good impression, he almost lost his life. 
Jesus said that we can only be ruled by one master. We'll hate the other if we try to be ruled by two. That's one reason we see so much hatred of Christianity and religious liberty in America today. The light of the body is the eye, Jesus said. What are we looking at and how do we estimate it? How we see things is so vital to determine what our treasure is, what our God is, and what our future days will soon bring. Your light, or should we say enlightenment, is at the center of your problems or your peace. How do you look at things? This is why a corrupt American media is so destructive, because it keeps people from seeing the whole truth about where we are being led and what the treasure really is. Then Jesus says, don't keep thinking about your life. Don't keep worrying about your life, thinking on your situation, your history, your abilities, failures, unworthiness, and self-esteem. You don't think so little of yourself and carry a victim's mentality because you've had it so rough. You think so little of yourself and become angry, afraid, or hurt because you keep thinking about yourself. The word thought here is from the word anxious. You took your anxieties and dwelt on them. You let them become your definition of life, and then you look for someone to blame, either yourself or others. We set something up as our heart's treasure, and it has a lot to do with how we see our life, and then we worry about it, and this is how our master is established, and what is truly leading us. For example, socialism, or its idol humanism, has a persistent gaze at our lives and being the master of our own collective lives, and it leads to totally being disabled from surviving this world and entering our hope for the next. Heaven. Mark it down. This present American revolution must include the removal of religious liberty by vaccinating us against the real thing with a watered-down version that is void of the power of God and of life itself. Simply put, I'm the new radical when I state that according to Jesus' principles for life leadership, democracy without God isn't worth the powder to blow it up, and socialism is the result. What does knowing what our heart's true treasure really is and carefully assessing what we are seeing have to do with no longer thinking and worrying about our lives? In other words, what does our treasure, our eyesight, and our life worries have to do with who or what is ruling our lives and nation. I just read an article that says that the Earth is far closer to the black hole at the center of our galaxy than we ever thought. The implication is, of course, that one day, while we're worrying about global warming or social security or socialism, the Earth will be sucked into this black hole, and in a moment of time, the whole Earth and all that is in it will utterly dissolve into a mass the size of a marble. Whose world is this? This is my Father's world, the hymn goes. Why should my heart be sad? The Lord is King, let the heavens ring. God reigns, let the earth be glad. Do you realize that should the earth draw too near the center of the Milky Way, that God, who superintends the universe, can put in His hand and keep us all safe? That is the one who defines our stature and watches over our life. Can you do that? Well then, let's trust that he watches over our every need, both across town and across the celestial threats that are light years away. 
He put it in the heart of a bird with a brain the size of a pea to know how to build a nest, care for a young, and find food without welfare. He certainly knows how to care for you and I. If you would be properly ruled within and without, don't worry about your life. Your heart is a treasure hunter, and you will serve who you believe in as your treasure. Take no anxious thought for it. Have faith in God to care for you. See clearly and look carefully so that you may be led in peace and holy, wholesome living. Life Journeys was started with the intention of making sense out of life's hard times. It is in times such as these, where we find out what is truly ruling our lives. If it is God, then joy remains a constant, through our faith in His Word. If we have become frustrated and fundamentally broken down, it is a sure sign from heaven, that God has something better for us to hold on to. Today, is a good day, to look up, 